Hello and welcome. This is attorney Alan Edmonds with the Edmonds Law Firm. You can reach me at 800-481-2526. And I've been doing these podcasts for uh, the better part of a year to help people with security clearance issues and problems, whether it's a revocation, whether it's a denial. The Edmonds Law Firm is this country's leading experts in security clearance law and clearances. And I hope you'll call us at 800 481 2526 if you have any questions or need help or guidance with security clearances. Today's podcast <coughs> is really special because it deals with a, a large population of people called linguists, and they are from a variety of countries. They work for the United States military or businesses, huge multinational defense contracting businesses, and they serve the military and these businesses deployed around the world. And today's case is an actual case. Uh, I'm taking it to trial in two days. And it involves the country of Iraq. And I represent a young uh, 29-year-old female professional linguist who speaks five languages. She's a citizen of the United States. She was born and raised in Iraq. And now she's uh, trying to get a security clearance. And the government wants to deny her application. The military uses linguists and have for decades in every major war from Korea to Vietnam. Uh, They use linguists uh, in Iraq, Afghanistan, and uh, it's a non sequitur, really. In one respect, they want linguists, but in the other, they say, we don't want you because you're a risk to national security. If you look at guideline B, as in Bravo, in the adjudicative guidelines, uh, you'll hear the language that uh, shows foreign contacts and interests, including but not limited to business, financial, and property interests, are a national security concern if they result in divided allegiance. Assessment of foreign contacts and interests should consider the country in which the foreign contact or interest is located, including but not limited to considerations such as whether it's known to target U.S. citizens. Well, ironically, uh, there's not a war zone currently that's not targeting U.S. citizens that the U.S. military is not engaged in representing one side or the other. So this language is kind of uh, specious, and uh, it's typical of the federal government. Uh, They say under uh, paragraph 7 under guideline B, the concerns are raised when you have connections to a foreign person, group, or government, or a country that create a potential conflict of interest. Well, the only reason we need Iraqi linguists, or uh, Persian linguists, or uh, Korean or Vietnamese linguists is because they are raised and have been subjected to a government that is hostile to the United States. So, and then it goes on to say, if they share living quarters with a person or persons regarding uh, their relationship, it's a heightened risk. It goes on and on. And the question is, as an attorney, what do I do? How how do I represent these people? I've been very successful representing them. And uh, we are experts at the Edmonds Law Firm in Guideline B, foreign influence and foreign preference cases, as we are in Guideline F, financial cases, uh, 
But these cases are really something because the judges hate it when uh, I argue uh, that the Department of Defense doesn't want our clients to ever speak with their clients again. Uh, the, the judges get mad, and then I say, well, judge, with all due respect, please look at the SOR. The government has listed their relatives. So obviously, if the relatives are listed as a concern in a statement of reasons, the SOR, as you know, is the first document of denial or revocation issued by DCSA at Fort Meade. If the government lists the relatives, then the uh, conclusion is, and the inescapable conclusion is, that uh, you don't want them to talk to their parents. So it's a real fine line that you have to walk as an attorney. And the question is, what do you do? And the question is, what do these poor people do that are linguists? They serve the United States military. They go outside the gate in these uh, hostile areas in Iraq and Afghanistan. They aren't allowed to carry a weapon, but the government wants to put them in harm's way. They go out, they deploy on local ops with the troops. They are uh, come under fire, hostile gunfire. And uh, lo and behold, the uh, government says, well, yeah, we, we like it when you risk your life, but we're not gonna give you a clearance. So this podcast is just about that. And I'm going to use the language uh, that exists in this current case that I'm litigating in two days. And it says, uh, A, under one paragraph 1A, you have close and continuing contact with multiple individuals who are citizens and residents of Iraq. This is so poorly drafted, they don't even mention who those individuals are. But... It's normally the relatives, aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters, or business associates. This SOR doesn't even mention that. And uh, my client is stationed in Iraq for business with the United Nations. She's a linguist for the United Nations, and she's applied for another position. And the government says, no, we're not going to give you a security clearance. She has been in the United States since uh, 2009 and a citizen since 2015. Her mother and father both live in the United States. Two brothers and one sister live in the United States. The brothers are, uh, one brother is a citizen, the other is too young and is a green card holder. And the sister is a citizen, the mother is a citizen, and the father is a green card holder on the path to citizenship. So these cases are so uh, conflicted on the surface, and yet the government goes ahead with um, a request to deny the clearance. There's another section to this. Uh, She also fell under guideline B, paragraph 2, is you have a bank account in Iraq. Well, if you work for the United Nations, the United Nations requires you as an employee to have a bank account in the country in which you work, because that's how they pay you. So it's a catch-22. If she wants to get paid, she needs a bank account. But if she has a bank account, she can't get a security clearance. She has no other bank accounts except the one that's required. So in these cases, you have to argue the mitigating factors. And uh, 
you have to show proof. The mitigating factors are uh, that the nature of the relationship with foreign persons or activities are such that is unlikely the individual will be placed in a position of having to choose. My client is totally patriotic to the United States. Um, another mitigating factor is contact or communications with foreign citizens is casual and infrequent. That's not the case here. She's in Iraq at the United Nations. But another mitigating factor is the foreign contact and activities are on U.S. government business or are approved by an agency. And that's clearly the case that we have here. And finally, that uh, the client, my client, has individually and promptly and timely complied with existing agency requirements regarding self-report. So that's the case that we have here. And we have 17 uh, checklist items for guideline B cases. We go after these things very aggressively. Uh, as I said, if you have a case, call me at 800-481-2526. Don't overlook our free uh, YouTube videos. We have over 70 videos in security clearance and military upgrade. Uh, case law. Uh, they're done by me. Uh, I have over 46 years of military law and uh, uh, security clearance law experience, and uh, I am a trial lawyer. All the lawyers in the Edmonds Law Firm are trial lawyers. We're very, very aggressive, and uh, we enjoy our work, but we enjoy helping people like you that have a difficult time fighting the giant. Uh, who's the giant? It's the United States uh, government. And uh, sometimes they get it right, and sometimes they get it terribly wrong. And when they get it wrong, good people suffer. You lose your job. You lose your uh, uh, military career. A variety of uh, consequences fall on you, all because the government uh, got it wrong. And uh, I just don't think that's fair. And I have been uh, trying to help you and the veterans of the United States military for 46 years. We offer special uh, pricing for veterans. We appreciate your service. Uh, veterans in active duty, absolutely call us on military uh, discharge upgrades, call us on security clearance, um, debarments. If you've been debarred by a uh, military installation or federal military in, in, uh, base, call me and uh, GOMORS. Uh, we help people with all kinds of problems fighting the uh, federal government, including Merit Systems Protection Board. So if you're a linguist, uh, there is hope. You're going to have to hire uh, a lawyer, and uh, we hope that'll be the Edmonds Law Firm at 800-481-2526. Uh, you're not alone. Don't go it alone. And um, uh, the case has got to be prepared formally. Documents have got to be uh properly filed. And if you're going to a hearing, because we do everything from consults all the way through responses to SOR, Statement of Reasons, to the actual hearing, uh, call us. We prepare the trial notebooks. We quote flat fees. And for most of our clients, we offer payment plans because we don't want you to be denied expert legal help. This is Alan Edmonds. Thank you for listening. 800 481 Two five two six. Have a great day.